0: Welcome back. I am so excited that you have joined me again in the Aligned Womb, Aligned You podcast. I'm Kate Nagai, and I am your host and womb guide on this journey. I'm here to help you to lean into the language of your menstrual cycle so that you can align yourself and awaken and activate to your womb wisdom to live the most inspired life. I am so excited to jump into this episode and to dive into today's topic. So let's get started. I am so excited this week to have our first guest speaker in the Aligned Womb Aligned You podcast. And there will be many more guest speakers coming throughout the month, throughout the coming months, coming years, because there's so many women that I have met on my journey that have just awakened me to understanding so many different layers or so many different ways that we can use this womb wisdom. So today we have a menstrual cycle coach. We have Dana Atkinson with us. This is a lady who I met when we were both in a course together, when we were both dipping our toes into this idea of the red tent and what it meant to be cyclical. And we ended up becoming listening partners. It was the most aligned, perfect relationship ever. And since then, we have continued a friendship over a few years Um, become really like collaborative colleagues. And we've both gone in little semi different directions, but yet we have so much to share and such beautiful different insights that I just love jamming with her over the cycle. So Dana Atkinson is a menstrual cycle coach, but this wasn't always her story. She actually started off as a nurse. And so we're going to dive a little bit into how she got to where she is today and why this has been fundamental in shifting her whole life at this point. So welcome, Dana. Hi, Hi. thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're here because I honestly do love all that you've done in the past few years since we've met. And seeing your growth and, you know, us just having these really fun conversations. This isn't the first time Dana and I have jumped on a zoom call to do a masterclass or to talk about this, um, for the women in my program. So I'm so excited to have her back as a returning guest speaker. I did share that you used to be a nurse for like 10
1: years. Yes. Yeah. So doing my program at university of Victoria and about partway through, I started working as an LPN, Um, that was in 2004. And so I worked in various practice settings from mental health to medicine to surgery. And then when I graduated in 2006 and got my bachelor's degree in nursing, I started at full-time at an HIV AIDS unit at St. Paul's Hospital in downtown Vancouver. So that was quite the experience and really left... I feel an indelible mark on me as a person. And then I then further explored or pursued further training. So I did get my advanced um, critical care certificate from BCIT in 2009. And then I practiced as an intensive care RN for on and off for about six years. So St. Paul's Hospital in Vancouver, um, all over Fraser Health, the Surrey Memorial Hospital, and all the bigger hospitals in, in our area. And then I transitioned to being a full-time stay-at-home mom once I had my third baby boy. And then I just kind of focused on being a mom for a few years. And then I think what kind of led, it was like a little breadcrumb trail of sorts that led me to now becoming a menstrual cycle coach. It was my own personal story back in 2018 when I got my period back after my last pregnancy. And just the struggles that I had and feeling so lost and just really not knowing where to turn for help and not, you know, not getting the answers that I needed and that I wanted. And just what I loved about nursing to begin with and the education I received as an RN, I loved the principles of health promotion and disease prevention and I hate to say it but working in the hospital for the many years that I did because of the lack of time that medical professionals have and the just the lack of resources and lack of staff we just didn't have the time to really focus on education it was became more about like band-aid solutions and I witnessed a lot of like overprescription and just I didn't love that. I didn't love the lack of education and the lack of holistic options that we provided for our clients. And so, you know, when I had my own period issues in 2018, I went to my family doctor and was immediately provided two options. And it was either go on the birth control pill or go on an antidepressant. Again, both (laughs) pills. Mm -hmm. There was very little time spent I love my doctor. She's great. But, you know, she spent no time educating me. And and maybe that's not her role per se. But then so whose role is it? Right. So even in my teens and 20s, when I look back and think back about my experience, I went through very intense emotional roller coasters and I sought help from many different therapists and counselors. And when I think back on those years, I think to myself, you know, there was no mention of my cycle or my hormones, zero. All of that to say, that has brought me now to where I am, where I have just identified this huge gap. There's a huge gap between what our medical system is providing and what we need as women, right? And so my mission has kind of become... To fill in that gap, to provide the education, to women know that there are holistic options to provide that emotional and, and mental health support that centers the menstrual cycle.
0: Um, I think that's so important because and, you're yeah. right that so often when we're feeling the emotions, when we're feeling just we're feeling hit with so much and we don't understand it, it's easy to go, this is happening to me rather than this is happening for me. And that has been like a beautiful, pivotal moment that I have learned with my cycle is how much I was lacking self-love in the luteal phase. Mm. You know, when we would be quote unquote PMSing, or we are like that nasty person, or we're just moody. Instead, it was like, as soon as I learned about the cycle and the rhythm and learning that no, I'm not moody. I'm just tired. And I need to go and take time for me. Mm. And all of a sudden it opened these gates of so much self-compassion. And I now I can catch myself when I feel that rise of like, I don't want to call it <laughs> anger, but you just feel that vibration of like, I feel like I'm going to lose my crap rather than me just going and losing my crap. Cause it's everybody else's fault. It's almost instantaneous that I'm like, Oh, I need to remove myself. Mm. My body is telling me, I'm exhausted and I need to slow down and I'm doing too much for others. When right now, this is the time for me to do something for me. And it's been beautiful learning about my cycle for self-compassion. And so like what you're, what you're saying about like being given the birth control pill or antidepressant, that plays right into it because so often nobody's really listening to like the bigger signs of what's going on in our body. It's like, well, we really don't have time to address this in depth. So here's this. And then maybe go seek this person for counseling or talk therapy, but we're not really getting women in touch with their bodies. Mm. So I love that. I love what you shared.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it is. It's such a missing key.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: not, Mm -hmm. we don't talk about it yet. It
0: is so central to our experience as women. Mm -hmm. And you know, something that just came into me right now thinking is that you mentioned teens. Like when you were a teen, you Mm -hmm. were never taught this about your body. No. And I always, I always say it is so important for teens to know this yeah. because how much would that play into their self-esteem if they knew this, how much of that feeling rejected or different or shame, all those big feelings, how much would that be minimized if we taught them about their cycle? And then if we look at women that are mothering, that are birthing babies or in that like fourth trimester If they understood their body and how they were feeling, how much more can we meet those emotions with compassion and care and self-care? And then what we're going to be diving in later on today is like perimenopause. How can this help us in our emotional states? Because all of these different phases is our emotional body also wanting to be seen. Yes. With the cycle as our tool we can really begin to meet those emotional needs and give space for them. Yeah, you are right on. Yeah, definitely. It's so true. There's not one phase that this is best for. This isn't just for fertility years. Like this is mm-hmm. from first period all the way till you're 90. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that, that's what I love too, about like the concept of menstruality, right? Um, it's such a lost body of knowledge for us women that Mm -hmm. this is unique to our experience the female life cycle that begins at menarche all the way to right to to motherhood to menopause to postmenopause. it's it's so beautiful to me and really I I mean you mentioned something about perimenopause I mean let's just go right into that now like why is it important and I feel like the practice of knowing your cycle during your cycling years is just your primer for when you do get to that point in your life cycle, when you are perimenopausal and just knowing what's actually happening emotionally and mentally and psychologically and spiritually. Otherwise you're blindsided. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Totally. You know, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast. um, We can do hard things with Glennon Doyle my favorite podcast. I love that podcast. That same episode. Is it the one with Jen Gunter? No, no. It was a different one where it was just the three of them talking about joy. And Mm -hmm. Amanda had shared about the fact that women in their forties, in their perimenopause years are the most unhappiest that they'll ever be in their life. And that women in their- Prime age is 84 for the most joy in life. Interesting. And they're like, why is this? And yeah. it's because in perimenopause in your forties, you're done building your family. You've got your house, you got your career. Now you're like pushing. You're just on this wheel of continuing to push, push, push. And you're not living anymore because you've been pushing since you were probably in your mid twenties after university, all the way through your thirties. Like you've been on this achievement wheel Mm. and you haven't slowed down. And now there's higher expectations. It's like, well, you should strive to be a higher position. Mm. You should now also have to run a household, a career and kids. And like, there's all this stuff that piles on that. We have a lack of joy (laughs) in these perimenopausal years. And again,
1: like, why is cycle awareness important to know in that time? Because <laughs> with tools yeah. to not fall into that
0: trap of yeah. being joyless. <laughs> and to live your life for you, yeah. right? Like rather than being so removed of the experience of like, this is just all happening to me. It's like, well, how can I use my cycle now to feel pockets of joy in all these different elements Absolutely. or set stronger boundaries? In certain areas at certain times of our cycle. It's beautiful. That's but right. But you know what? Before we dive too much into the perimenopause, which we're going to get into next, everybody, just in case that people are like, what is a menstrual cycle coach? Can you explain to us what it is and what do you do? Like, right. I benefit? know it's, it's such a new
1: thing. Um, what is a menstrual cycle coach? Yeah. So I did my training last year with cycle coach school with the um incomparable Claire Baker. So it's quite a unique modality, cycle coaching, and it's very new, like I said. So what I do is I guide and I support and I teach and I coach women um, and not just women. I mean, can be for anybody who loves somebody who's a menstruator to support them, right? But it's to, to, to teach them about their cycle, to teach them about how to live aligned with their natural rhythms, to help them optimize the joys. Of the different phases of the cycle, and conversely, to help them navigate the vulnerabilities that come with each phase of the cycle. And so, when you when we do that, what that amounts to is just greater ease in our day to day life, and it's more um, feeling more centered and grounded in our being, and feeling really alive in our female body because we're so connected to our body and the wisdom that our body op- offers us. I currently work with one-on-one clients and there's just so much magic that comes from those sessions because it's creating the safe space for a menstruator to really just explore their experience of their cycle. And, you know, it can be really coming up with practical solutions and action plans for how to um, have a more positive experience, whether it's physiological symptoms or if it's emotional or mental things that we that we target or deal with. So yeah, so I think as a modality cycle coaching is like, it's like coaching, it's like life coaching for women, but it centers the menstrual cycle at its very heart and really takes into consideration how that affects our lived experience day to day with our changing hormones. I love it. I love it.
0: Are you wanting to understand your cycle better, to understand your rhythm? the language of your womb and to really begin to connect deeper with your body, then I invite you to go and grab my free charting journal. This is a charting journal to chart for both your physical, your emotional, and your spiritual self to deeply connect to your womb wisdom and to understand how to live more in alignment with your energy so that you can have more self-love, more compassion, and you can live your life to the fullest with so much pleasure, with so much fun, and with excitement. It is time for us to be empowered by our womb wisdom and by the language of our cycle. So hop on over to the link below in the show notes and grab your free copy of the Charting Journal today. So let's get into the meat of this conversation, perimenopause, menopause, why the hell should we care about tracking our cycle when we're in the second half of our life? When you know our menstrual cycle is no longer about creating babies or avoiding creating babies if that's the case. Not everyone wants children. So I know a lot of fertility charting out there and a lot of the dialogue that you hear is around how can you do this so that you can get off birth control or other forms of birth control if it's not the pill, right? Like how can we use this as a way to be able to achieve fertility or to make it so that we don't get pregnant if that's not what we want. But there is so much more to understanding our cycle. And like we just kind of dipped our toes in before in perimenopause years, there's a big reason as we want to, why we want to get into this. Like, why Mm -hmm. is this important? And I think it's really interesting that both you and I met, well, I'm trying to remember if we were 39 or just on the cuff of 40. Right. So two years ago. Yeah. So we we were we were starting to get in to this perimenopause phase. And for anyone who's curious, perimenopause does not mean that you are on the doorstep of menopause. Perimenopause can be a 10-year event, right? It's when we start to notice subtle shifts in our cycle and where things feel differently or our cycle appears different. And it's a way for us to kind of, I think it's a beautiful way for us to really start to tune in and connect. I notice so many small rhythm changes now because I watch for them. And I think a lot of people, I know at least I did, I, I was thinking for a while there of like, well, first let's back up here. First, when I was younger, I was like, I can't wait till I hit menopause. So I don't have to bleed anymore. And now I realize that there is so much medicine in the blood and in having a long bleed that now when I'm in my perimenopause years and I'm starting to see the length of my cycle shift a bit. It's a little bit shorter. I'm starting to notice that it's a little bit more off by a day. Sometimes like it's a little, I don't want to call it erratic because it's usually just a day, a day mm-hmm. difference. Right. But these small little things that just catch my, my awareness that I'm actually working with somebody now who is an acupuncturist who also specializes in laser therapy for hormone health and for menstrual cycles. And we're working and it, I'm sure this shocks a lot of people, but we're working on making my cycle longer. Like for somebody who in her teens was like, I want this thing done. I never want to have to go through this my whole life. Now I'm like, can we, can we make it healthy? Can we, can we add a few more days onto my belief? <laughs> like, can we make vitality in my menstrual cycle? Cause I want it for as long as I possibly can have it, yeah. which is a completely different shift of where I was a few years ago. Well, not a few, probably 10 years ago. Right. And I think this is what I'm hoping a lot of women start to awaken to is We don't want this to go away if we can Mm -hmm. avoid it. We want to make it healthy and strong. and We want to remain curious about it because there's so many gifts in the curiosity of our cycle.
1: Yes. I think once you really learn about your cycle, you really learn to love your cycle, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what's happened to us, you know, and it, and it makes, I can't help but get sad when I do hear women say, I just can't wait to get this over with, like Mm -hmm. take my uterus out and let's be done with it. Mm -hmm. It Makes me sad because it all stems from lack of education, lack of awareness. So then it's like we come come at it from a really disempowered
0: perspective. Mm, I love that disempowered. Yes, that is the right word to use, disempowered. When it's something that is such a powerful tool for us.
1: Yeah.
0: It is a superpower. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what do you think has been your main curious about this stuff? Like you said, after your last baby, but this all kind of lined up with the time that you started to be curious around menstrual cycle charting close to that perimenopause, if not on the doorstep of the perimenopause phase. Mm -hmm. So why do you think that you were so drawn and what has been the benefit? Mm.
1: So it's interesting, like you mentioned, you know, perimenopause is actually, it can be up to 10 years. Mm -hmm. I think there's a very common myth out there that menopause, like what we think of as menopause is actually perimenopause. Mm -hmm. Menopause is a moment in time. It marks the day that you are 12 months past your last period. So you can be in perimenopause for so many years of your life and not even know it. And I think what's common is women just have zero idea. Zero idea. Like, am I in perimenopause? How can I know? My doctor doesn't know. Do I get tested? Like, what does it mean? What does it, what does any of it mean?
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so
1: again, like, I sound like, hate to sound like a broken record, but it comes back down to awareness and education. It's like, why is it important to start learning about menstrual cycle health and menstrual cycle awareness when you're already in perimenopause? Because honey, you could be in this for years. <laughs> yes. Right? like And, and, um, this is a really powerful time in a woman's life. Uh, Kate Codrington has dubbed it the second spring. And mm-hmm. I love that. Love it because I am just So allergic (laughs) to the current mainstream narrative right now of menopause being just this like negative, hot, flushed, overweight, miserable, dried up stage of life. I'm over it. I am not here for that.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm here for a very vital... Um, vibrant perimenopausal time of my life. And that's not saying that I'm ignoring that there will be unpleasant symptoms, but again, coming at it from an empowered perspective rather than disempowered, I think would help so much in changing our experience of it. Um, So with daily menstrual cycle charting and tracking, you get to be the expert, on your own experience. So when you go to your doctor, you get to say, this is what's happening. This is what I'm noticing. Like you said, my cycles are getting shorter. So, But if you don't chart and if you don't track and if you don't invest the time and the energy to learn about what your body is telling you, then how can your doctor really even help you if you don't know? You don't know what's going on, right? So one of the first um, things that changes within perimenopause is the change in our cycle length a lot of women don't even track their cycles. Mm -hmm. Or if you're on the pill for
0: balancing your hormones,
1: how do you even know?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like that tracking our cycle, especially during your forties and your fifties, is a way to come back into a relationship with yourself. Mm. Like to come back into a relationship of, this is who I am. This mm-hmm. is what I enjoy. This is what I like. This so- is what pleasure state is for me. But then also going, this is where I have fear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This so- is where I'm afraid to cross over. And I think that this this time gives us this really beautiful time to come into a relationship that maybe we've been too busy or too influenced by the outside world to actually really build. Because if you think about before your 40s, you were doing all the things that you were supposed to do. You continued your education. You found a mate, you got a house, you possibly built a family or you set boundaries around. I'm not having a a family, right? Like, but you did all the things in a sequence. And then I, I read this in a book on the female brain once they said that it's really interesting because what we're seeing now with women having kids later in life Mm -hmm. is that their kids, their children, their female children are going to start their menstruation, like hit that puberty stage, just as the mothers are entering into the late phases of menopause Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. And so you're both going through, because menopause is like a second puberty. So you're both going through these hormone changes and these different feelings in your body, right? There's different identity crises that are happening here in both cases. And how beautiful is it that if you've done some work in getting to know yourself and then creating space for this new version of you to be born out of, that you can then reiterate that same message to your daughter of- it's okay. This is, this is a new phase. We're going through it together and it's okay to feel all the feels and let's talk about how we feel. Like, can we have a house where we just talk about it?
1: Mm -hmm. I love what you said about the
0: uncertainty because that
1: is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love how you were kind of drawing back to really the, the, the the psychological and emotional changes that happen in that stage of life and how crucial it is to understand what is happening.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's why I'm so passionate about perimenopausal women learning about menstrual cycle awareness because Mm -hmm. the it's it's, like I said earlier it's a primer for what you're going through in your perimenopausal years it really is identical or correlates to the inner autumn or pre phase of our monthly cycle. And so when you become familiar with menstrual cycle awareness practice and those different seas, inner seasons, you are work, you're strengthening those muscles of boundary setting and rest and pleasure and discernment and editing and Those muscles then will be so strong that you'll hit your your perimenopausal crucial years, being like, okay, I know what to do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I need to take better care of myself. I need to up my nutrition. I need to up my rest. I need to say no to things.
0: Mm -hmm. It is so parallel, isn't it? Yes, and you know the beautiful thing too that you're kind of playing into is that you know getting to know yourself and then using that for those you know, really big transitional years, you're also setting a stage for you to feel and know a rhythm that when you go into post-menopause, you have a tool that you can still keep using because menopause doesn't mean that you are no longer cyclical. It just means that you don't have a physical bleed, Mm -hmm. you know, this physiological response in the body to say, this is where you're at. Instead you just know how you feel. You can feel those shifts. You can feel those ebbs and those flows. Mm -hmm. And then when you go into the menopause or post-menopause phase is that now you can use that for really creative living. It's Mm -hmm. no longer about, once again, looking for a symptom to tell us where we're at. Instead, it's like, you know what? I'm going to take five minutes and just feel into my body. Mm -hmm. Where am I at? Mm -hmm. How am I feeling? And where would that be? Like, where would I be in my cycle? Is it, and no longer using follicular or luteal, but rather going spring, fall, like where, am, what's my inner season right now? Yeah.
1: I, I love, I love in, in
0: our um, menstrual cycle awareness
1: bubble, so to speak, we, we do, you know, these really cool meditative journeys where we meet our inner crone. And if you think of your inner crone as like that postmenopausal version of, of you, and without mental cycle awareness practice, I probably would have approached that time of my life scared and feeling like the best time of my life is behind me. I'm no longer in my prime for tell years, like then what's left. But what I know now of working with my cycle month to month to month is I I have such a different Um, perspective of what that time of my life is going to look like, you know, like I see it as this really peaceful and um, content and restful time. And so I I think, I think it matters. It matters even for that time, especially Mm -hmm. for that time.
0: Yeah. I agree. And, you know, a conversation that I will do on another podcast, another day is going into like the cycle archetypes. Mm. And I think, I don't know, it's probably where I'm at in my life, but I love the idea of the enchantress and the crone, right? And those are the second half of our cycle. Those are the second half of our life. Mm. And learning to embrace them rather than
1: fear them. I know. And it's so beautiful. And them. Mm -hmm. Yes. What is their role? What is their sacred task that they're here to tell us? Because they have very important things to tell us.
0: Mm -hmm. And when we really start to embody those, it really awakens a new level in us of going, okay, I can feel that inner power. I can feel the inner power that my luteal phase brings. It's not that I am grouchy disconnected in pain. It is that I have a power source in me. I've come home to myself. Yeah, I've come
1: to my senses. Actually is is what happens.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like, it is actually really empowering. I used Mm -hmm. to hate my luteal phase and now it's my favorite season. It's my favorite season.
1: I agree. It's so potent. The wisdom that she has, Mm -hmm. she's like no filter.
0: Yes, Which can and be, just, can be just like you know what, I'm at my happiest when I'm forging in the forest by myself. So, mm-hmm. I'm forging in the forest by myself in my metaphysical world here, in my home, in my bedroom, reading a book that I want to read, and not not worrying about if I've cared for everybody else enough. Right?
1: I think it's just so beautiful,
0: think, like when
1: when women um, are aware of this. Of like, oh, this is actually what's happening, and and this is normal. Let's oh, let's underline that. One of the things why it's so important to be talking about this is because not talking about it, which is what we've done for decades and decades and decades and maybe centuries, is alienating women and isolating women to think there is something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. in factor is not. This is what. This is how it's supposed to go
0: yes yes right oh my gosh
1: how in fact it is supposed to go so you're not crazy you're not a moody bitch you you are right where you need to be
0: yeah (laughs) and there's a
1: reason for it and there's a purpose for it
0: yeah yeah and you know I think that's one of the biggest things that's been transformative for me over the past few years Mm -hmm. is that cycle charting has led me to question what is divine feminine energy and what does that mean to live more in balance of feminine energy and where have I been shutting that out in my life and how can I equal that like you can't live without the masculine and that's right they both have to exist we're not bashing
1: the masculine here
0: it's about how can we create space for welcoming more of the feminine in which has been erased and when we do that you create space for your luteal phase, you create Mm -hmm. space for your menstruation. And the truth is, is when, when society creates space for these two to exist and to have power and wisdom and strength, we can only come out being more of an asset to our communities, more of an asset to our families. In red school, which is how Kate and I met,
1: Alexander Pope and Johnny Hugo Wurlitzer talk about the luteal and the menstruation phase as the via negativa, right? Mm-hmm. And and the spring and the summer being the via positiva. And you can think of the via positiva as the yang energy, the masculine energy, and then the via negativa as the yin, more feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And we need both. We need both to keep harmony and balance. And rest is... What fuels the feminine is what fuels us to be able to perform the more masculine tasks in the world and inner life. That is a quote from Claire Baker and I just love that. It's yes. so true. And we get into trouble when we don't value the feminine, when we don't value the gentleness and the rest and the creativity and the pleasure and the collaboration when we overvalue the pushing and the results and the production and consistency at, at all costs, like that's where we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. So everybody listening to the podcast, this is a new thing that we're going to start doing every week because really this is what I want this podcast to be about is how can we start to weave this wisdom into everyday life so that we feel inspired. So we stay curious and so we start making the changes to come into relationship with self so that we feel empowered, everything that this conversation existed. So every week, <laughs> and I'm starting it this week, we're going to start doing at the end of every episode going, what is this week's tip to living the womb led life? And so with that, mm. Dana, what is your tip that you want to provide to this audience listening to us of how we can, we start to live a womb led life? What's the first step today? Oh, my goodness.
1: I think we have to begin with curiosity, being curious about your body, yourself, and tracking and charting your cycle. That's where that's where you should be. That's where we should all begin, mm-hmm. right? Um, because only we can know about our own experience. We are the expert on our own cycle experience. So by building that data day after day, you're empowered to 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 know what's happening and what's going on. And then if you do need to seek additional help from your doctor or a nutritionist or a naturopath or whatever, then you have that data that you've built on yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you're empowered. And I would just like to add to that, don't get caught up just in the physical data. Mm, yeah. Start documenting how I emotionally feel. Absolutely.
1: Your you mental
0: headspace. Yeah. What is my motivation level at today? Mm -hmm. Like start charting the things that are just subtle.
1: Yeah. When I, when I teach my clients on how to chart, if they do not have a a current charting practice, we like to go by the structure of the four bodies and that's charting your physical uh, state, your mental headspace, your emotional um, what's alive within you today and your spiritual space. Like how connected do you feel? To yourself, or to the world, or to
0: right. So that's yeah. a good good start. I love it. I love it. All right. So Dana, if people want to learn more about you and learn about your work and contact you, how can they find you? Where Where are you in the world wide web right now? <laughs> I mostly am hanging out on Instagram right now. So
1: I'm at Mayari Menstrual, which is M A Y A R I m-e-n-s-t-r-u-a-l, Mayari Menstrual. My website is almost live, so I'm super excited. It will be mayariamenstrual.com. I'm
0: excited. I've got workshops coming up and coaching. Awesome. And I will add those two links also at the bottom in the show notes. So if anyone wants the quick link, you can just go there and find out where Dana is at and what's going on. And I highly recommend following her on Instagram. She has some really great stories that she does regularly. <laughs> I'm always impressed with them. Like, wow, she did another one today. Good job. <laughs> Social media is not my strength and that's okay. usually in
1: my spring and summer. Pretty much. No. Oh, she's in her spring and summer. Cause she's all over her stories and
0: then come, come autumn and winter. It's like radio silence. <laughs> Love it. Love it. See, If you don't hear from us, it's probably because we're in our autumn or our winter. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Dana, for being on this call with us today. I hope everyone enjoyed this information. And as Dana said, let's just start charting our cycle. Let's figure out how we feel in our body and be curious. For way too long as women, we have been guided to hate our menstrual cycle and to curse our hormones. We have lost the art of seeing the inner power of being cyclical. So... If this podcast is inspiring you and waking up a new curiosity of how your cycle can be your superpower, I invite you to check out the She Sisterhood. This is a monthly membership that will align you to your unique rhythm through aligned womb yoga practices, cycle coaching on how to weave your cycle wisdom into everyday life, and to be part of a community of women that are awakening to their inner power. Remember... Womb wisdom equals connection to self, which ultimately equals inspired living. And if you love this episode, don't forget to rate and review. I love seeing how this information is transforming your life.